0: what's going on with you bro
1: man just hanging out bro you lucky you not down here man we we just got like three four inches of snow bro shit
0: (laughs) shit because uh
1: it it really it hasn't been that bad but like it's just getting bad now surprisingly hasn't been that bad of a winter you know
0: yeah the snow ain't go I i remember the snow not going away till like may or some shit that was crazy. Yeah.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, well, so hopefully it's going around March now. You know, it's in like early March.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. So, all right, you ready, man? Yes, sir. I'm ready
1: when you are, bro. All right, Carl. Okay, we up, we up, we up, we up, we down, we down,
0: we down, we down, we back again.
2: We back again. We up, we up, we up, we up, we down, we down, we down, we down, we back again, back back again. Man, I turn paper to paper. I got neighbors for haters. I get your girl a few dollars, and now she giving me favors. Man, I turn water to wine. wine. It's just a matter. A tone in the monastery, just condescending. My cousin lost religion, looking for that holy white No, not the holy cross. Small particles, kind of like a head of lights. I gave these bitches rights, still not the mother type. Pick the rhyme, pick the line, and pick your signs and rise for mine. They told me be content with the fact that I'm living, but when you poor, you need life support. Are you really living? How you getting pussy when you on the outskirts? These bitches vouch for me, get a voucher. You couldn't mow my style if I was made of clay. My craft money, pay for my
0: shelter, pay for the Alright, what's going on everybody? This is another episode of the Social Introvert Podcast, episode 100. It's crazy to even say that, I didn't think I'd get this far, but we here. Episode 100. You can find this show on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast as well as soundcloud stitcher apple Podcasts, and google play so i couldn't come up with a way to celebrate this milestone 100 or whatever so i figured i was like you know what let me go ahead and interview an artist and um so i reached out to an artist to to interview for this episode specifically and um he is from detroit michigan well ypsilanti michigan let me correct myself uh jay pierce what's going on what's going on brother how you doing how uh, much, man? Um, so, um, I wanted to start off, because I don't think I ever asked you this question, honestly. Yeah. What, what got you into, like, wanting to do music? Like, what was that, what was the defining moment that really got you into do, doing music?
1: Oh, man, the defining moment. Oh, man. But, you know, to be honest with you, like, I, I really fell in love with music when um, the Get Rich or Die Trying album came out.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, man. That's uh, I was just listening to that last night, man. You for. Yeah, I was going through my yeah, files like, and I was just like, you know what? Let me Let me just play this, man. I forgot how good it was.
1: Bro, I mean the album was amazing, man. But yeah. it, it's like I I don't know. It's like that was the album that I really really got into and I was like, you know, I had to buy it, you know what I mean? Listen okay. to it front to back all the time so yeah I remember. that was really the album that that kind of like made me want to start writing
0: oh shit okay yeah i remember when that the album was coming out and then they had to push it from tuesday to friday because of the like it was bootleg and the bootleg exactly. copies sold like 800,000 copies before it even released yeah i remember that shit
1: and <laughs> yeah, that, that was a crazy it, that was around the time I, I, I like really got started and then um you know after that Everybody kept saying I sounded kind of like Jay-Z, so...
0: Yeah, you still do a little bit, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I had to go back, you know, listen to, like, everything he ever did and, you know, kind of use that to my advantage, I guess.
0: <laughs> did you did you start from the beginning with Jay, or what What album did you listen to, like, the first one that you picked up to kind of scope out?
1: Uh, uh, bro, I had to listen to the very, very beginning, bro. I'm talking about, like, the Hawaii... Uh, Button ups with the <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh okay uh, but, when he was rapping rapping fast okay
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah that's
1: the J Jay, I I started studying first but I mean of course you know growing up I've always heard his music right. but I was never I, I guess you know when you're younger. You know what I mean? Like, you kind of pay attention to it, but you don't really pay attention to it. Right, right. Uh, so, you know, I had to go back to the earlier stuff and listen to it. Shit.
0: Okay. So, um, now, was, uh, your first project, your very first project... Yeah. How did that come about, like, the whole creative process, um...
1: Of for the uh, hip-rap atheology? Yes. Man.
0: Yes. You you know what?
1: Uh, You know, back then, I I felt like there was a more fine line. Like, people were like, either your hip-hop or rap. You know what I mean? Mm hmm So I I tried to combine them both together, like, more, but in my own style, though. You know what I mean? Like, so I would have, I think I had, like, half hip-hop beats. And then the other half were like more commercial play, kind of. And I, I was trying to combine the worlds together. You
0: know what I mean? Yeah, I remember you telling me that a long time ago. I didn't, and to be honest, I didn't understand it until you had put it out. And I was like, oh, okay, I get it. I see what he's trying to do. Yeah. And I was actually, to be honest with you, a few weeks ago, I was trying to look for that project on, on your SoundCloud. But I was like, oh, damn. I mean, of course, he wouldn't have it up there no more. So, cause, and well, cause, uh, yeah. go ahead. You, I, I
1: when I had changed my name because you, you know, back then I was rapping under a different name it was um, mystery, best of both worlds. So everything changed from from that to um, you know when I used to start using my real name, Jay Pierce.
0: Okay, so now from that project, like what uh, what made you decide to change your rap name? Like was it more of you just wanted people to identify you as you or?
1: I really. Yeah, exactly. For people to uh, identify me as me, you know, I, I didn't want to come off as a gimmick. I felt like um, like when I had the names, uh, Mystery and Best of Both Worlds, they, they seemed kind of gimmicky towards me, like the more I thought about it. And I didn't want to, I wanted to come off as, you know, just become, being a real person, you know, just myself. This is me.
0: Right, right. Okay. So, and I remember you going by Mystery. I, I remember that. But I don't remember the Best of Both Worlds like
1: oh, that that was early early that was like i said <laughs> that was the very very beginning
0: cuz um <laughs> and it's funny for for people that are listening me and jay pierce have never met face to face at all
1: which, which is wild because we know the same people we yeah. It, it, we just we just never met face to face.
0: <laughs> and I remember being on the school bus back in you know high school in uh, D. lo It's like yeah I'm about to go record with my boy my boy Jonathan. You know what I'm saying? And we about to, we about to put out some some dope shit. I'm like oh okay cool whatever. I paid it no mind. And it wasn't until yeah. after I moved is when I forgot how that happened. But we had just started talking and from there man like ten years past ten years now really.
1: Yeah yeah. It's been crazy, man. Actually, I think we linked up on MySpace.
0: Yeah, we did. We did. Damn, that's crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how you know it was a long time ago, bro. <laughs> exactly.
0: MySpace ain't even thought.
1: You know what, though? I was going to say, I, I, I see people still use it, though. Because, I, you know, I get the, uh, I see the little commercials here and there. Like, hey, yeah, go check out MySpace music or whatever. Or whatever it's called now.
0: Right. People still use
1: it? Yeah, I think artists still use it, yeah.
0: Oh, damn. It's like once in a blue moon, I go check it out. I probably end up checking <laughs> right. it out. Sooner or later, somewhere, sometime this year. So, your writing process, like, how does the writing process or your creative process into like constructing a song? Like, how do you gear up for that?
1: Oh well, usually, man. I um, the hardest part for me always is finding the 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 beat that I like, and then um, basically, like, I kind of go through this (laughs) this process where like I I sit in the dark, I I freestyle choruses around until I find something that I like. You know, like a melodic type chorus that i like for the beat and then after that you know the easier part is writing the verses for me
0: okay it seems to be i always hear it as like one of the the harder parts is like the, the writing process because they got to be an artist has to be like in a certain mood um
1: definitely
0: like even for myself it's harder to come up with writing the song like i gotta be somewhere specifically like i have to put myself in my room like lock myself in and not do nothing
1: oh oh yeah definitely i mean to be honest i cannot write around people for some reason, like I have the hardest time, like we, if I know specifically that I have to be featured on something, mm-hmm. I have the hardest time writing it at the same exact moment with with other people in the room. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like I can probably like I can probably etch out some of it, but I'll be like, hey, look, man, you know, let me go sit in this corner over here by myself real quick. I'll finish it and then, you know, I'll, I'll be back in a second to record it.
0: <laughs> I wonder if a lot of other artists go through that. They probably do, and I just never really paid attention to that.
1: Well, well yeah, and I mean, and, and then you hear all the time when people say they record as a group that, oh, you know, so and so got stuck. You know, I had to help them out a little bit right here with this, or the, you know what I'm saying. But I don't. I've never, I've never been in the experience where I could finish a whole verse at, oh, in a group yeah. setting. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Now, I, I've been in sessions where I just. Like, most of the time, to be honest, like, from watching the artists, the verses, whatever they rapping on, it don't really get done. Like, it's like it doesn't come out fully complete. So, yeah. I, yeah. And, I and then, you
1: know, the other problem is usually if I'm in a group setting with somebody, we're usually hanging at the same time. So, it's like you're trying to write, but you're also trying to catch up, you know, game plan about how you want to put stuff out and all that stuff anyway. So, it's just, it's a lot going on. You
0: know what I mean? right yeah i understand and um what's your favorite part about the creative process though like besides oh,
1: my favorite part hands down gotta be recording bro
0: just the recording part okay yeah man it's because there's a lot of like when you when you're in the session and you like record some of it like on your snapchat or whatever yeah like that whole set i get hyped because i think that's a new setting that you're in right like that's a new studio that you started recording out of
1: yeah that's my uh cousin's studio in detroit yeah
0: that shit looks amazing. <laughs> amazing. That whole setup looks great.
1: It's a dope setting, bro. And to be to be honest, my uh, recording style is kind of like how I write too. Like I like to be in the dark as I record too. I don't I don't like to have any lights on. I just like to be able to feel it as much as possible.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then the backdrop of how everything's set up in that studio, like that light is enough. So everything else is like exactly. dark and mystique, and you don't need nothing else to like shine over you up above so uh what's your least favorite part and i'm pr- i'm pretty sure you're gonna probably say like the writing process i don't know
1: you, you said the, the least favorite part about everything The
0: least favorite
1: <sighs> oh yeah, yeah i, I probably will say the writing part okay and the, <laughs> i i know it I, I know like man my girl probably gets annoyed by it too because like when i'm writing like, dude, do it i play the beat a hundred times over and over and over again like i'm i'm stuck on that one beat for forever it seems like until I finish it. <laughs> and you know, every, and, and you know every song is different. So it's like sometimes, you know, like stuff might come to me quick and, you know, I'm done with the song in 30 minutes. But right. if I'm stuck, you know, we might be listening to that beat for the whole day. You know what I mean?
0: Or oh, you say your girl get annoyed by the beat repeating?
1: Yeah, and it's funny too, because it's like, you know, I'll start off writing at home. But like, if we got to go somewhere, man, we might be in the car and I might be like, hey, you know... <laughs> Oh, we goodness. gotta listen to this beat the whole journey, you know what I mean?
0: Oh my god. <laughs> Damn. It's like she can't even Got get my her daughter playlist in the back off. like
1: daddy, can you change the station? Like, nah baby, just <laughs> just close your eyes, go to sleep.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. That's crazy. So, um actually that's is that's pretty interesting like I don't know too many people that are, you know, in that family setting That's just they kind of separate <clears throat> separate everything. Or try their best to separate it oh yeah but the fact like the way you're describing it how like you could be in a car and your daughter in the back your girl you know in passenger and you just playing to beat the whole journey through is that's actually dope I, I like that
1: yeah i mean it's like really you know i like the right where I'm comfortable you know you can't be more comfortable than around your family you exactly. know what I mean yeah so. nothing
0: wrong with that nothing wrong with that <clears throat> yeah, exactly so okay now real quick i just want to i want to talk about black lights it was one of your projects from way back when you were going by a yeah, um yeah that's still one of my favorite projects oh thank you bro um single girls playlist is a song that is on this this project and i don't know why i go back to it every other month and i just bump the shit out of it I, it's to the point where i repeat it over and over again <laughs> cuz it's catchy as hell this got
2: more pain than the single girls play Six single girls playlist list, list. list. This girl- This long-lasting industrial bringing light to your world, colorful. You may never seen this form an objects. She giving form an exchange for the objects. Check the content, nigga. I am content. About the negatives, get paid for the positives. Chain hideous. Glad I ain't gotta look at it. That's why they keep staring at the shit. Got more with. With the single girls play. Six single girls playlist. Less, less less This got more pain in a single girl's play. Six single girls playlist. Less, less less This got more pain in a single girl's playlist. Single girls playlist. Less, List less. this got more pain in a single girls play. single girls play less list list my identity identical to war bugles the first to sound the last to sound is eerie it aches how niggas will replace a few words same melodies and get paid where's the infringement clause we might as well be one rapper one face one song your words got grammatical errors maybe that's why the mind is better let Just me break single girls play Six single girls play list list
1: That beat was ridiculous, bro. Like, I swear, that was probably one of my favorite beats I've ever recorded over.
0: And that's what it was. It caught me in the off I'm like, holy shit. And, like, I think the song ain't really long at all. It's like, what, three and a half minutes?
1: Yeah, it's not that long. I I think that was, like, at the time where I was transitioning to, um, like, I mean, even now I still kind of do shorter songs. Right. Just because... You know, I feel like people's attention span, they can't handle the the four minute and 30 second long songs anymore. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if I ever told you, but the song that um, inspired that basically was that, uh, what was it, that Fabulous and J. Cole song? Was it Louie? Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I think I was listening to that a lot at that time. And that kind of like inspired like the me picking that beat and how I kind of rolled the beat and everything.
0: Is that, bro, It's the verses are dope on single girls playlist, But it's I think it's that hook and how repetitive it is. And it's catchy. And it just you can't help but repeat it at the same time. The backdrop of that, the beat, the sample is exactly. it's just dope as uh, hell to me. I'm like, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> you, you ain't lying, bro. You know what? I um, uh, I went back and tre- I I go back and check it out every now and then again too, bro. Because like you said, it's one of my favorite tracks too.
0: Man, like I I just like, dude, like this song is. I don't. I could. St- I still never got off that song till this day when I first heard it, man. So I still play it every time, every now and then. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm, Where were you recording at that time period? Were you, um, I know you weren't at your cousin's spot, but where were you recording Black Lights? Or what inspired
1: Black um, Lights? I I believe I recorded that out in, uh, out in, and what, what, what part of Ohio was that? Bowling Green, Ohio. Okay. Yeah, I believe we were going out there a lot for that project.
0: Okay, cuz it seems like uh with that project, um uh, is is like a really dark tone to it. Yeah. A real dark tone cuz I remember one of the videos that you had dropped. It's like you the setting the background was like a boiler room type of set. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're talking about Scary Game. Yeah. Scary Game. You know?
0: Yeah. Um, uh, man that's a dope ass video, but it just it was like a real dark uh, approach on that project. But yeah, that's that's one project I always go back to, man, a lot. um And I always go back to M.I.C. Music in a Cup, and that was. That yeah, I like that project. What what was that?
1: I was gonna say I like that project a lot too.
0: Yeah, that was like way later. Like you started it, things started switching up. Like that's when you just took yeah. Jay Pierce like in full effect. So all right. One of the creative processes in MIC, um, you were working with the engineer um, Cyrus, right? Cyrus, yes, sir, yeah, Cyrus. Uh, are, do you still keep up with him, or have you talked to him lately?
1: You know, he's he's pretty much a step more out of the engineer role, and he's. Because he's an artist too, so you know he's he's pretty much just been doing his own music.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: Because I, I I was gonna say though for that project though, man, he he definitely gave me a unique sound, like his background vocals for the tracks, everything. I mean, it, it was dope, man. He had, yeah. And just watching him work, I, I kind of felt like I was in like a um, like a Kanye West. <laughs> you know, a studio session to watch him, you know, use his voice for certain parts of the beat. You know what I'm saying? Like he would record his voice and then he would change it into an instrument. And it was just a crazy experience But well, I've never, I've never had an engineer that did
0: that. So. Yeah, man. So what inspires you to make music in a cup? What does the title come from actually? Cause I never oh, got yeah. that title. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well around that time i think uh i think that's when future like first get it got started So, you know everybody was on the lean you know what i'm saying like oh yeah i need I, I, I drink lean now even though they didn't you know what i mean like everybody was kind of
0: following that vibe yeah
1: so that's that's why i was like well i'm gonna make music in the cuff
0: oh okay now, I mean the you know the cover was self-explanatory, but I still it was going over my head. I was just like, I don't even I don't even know what the title means.
1: Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, I just never bothered like, to ask
0: because I was waiting for the project to release. Right, right.
1: Like you know, their addiction is lame. My addiction, I got music in my cup. You know. Okay. So
0: and um, on music in the cup, what song was that? Uh, Names with faces. That's the name of it. Yeah. Who produced that again? Um,
1: you know what? I, I didn't use my I didn't u- use my usual guy that I usually go to. I, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of the name. I, I cannot think of it right now.
0: Like the tag is kind of I remember the tag because it's been a minute since I listened to music in the cup. But um, one of the songs that I did listen to was Name with names with faces the other day. But I can't yeah. even I can't even think of their name right now. But I know. I was bringing Cyrus up because I know Cyrus had a verse on there.
3: Yeah, Um, he did, yeah.
0: Yeah. And I was thinking, like, at one point, y'all two were... I thought something big was going to happen between with y'all two as far as, like, kind of signing somewhere or with like a management company yeah yeah i, I was you
1: damn. know i was kind of hoping it would go that way too but i mean you know it didn't work out but I, you know i was still blessed to get that dope music that he gave me so i mean that that's the most important thing to me really
0: yeah yeah definitely um so and then and you know what music in a cup despite the whole you know the inspiration behind it it had a bit of a lighter tone to it um than black lights
1: oh yeah definitely well the the whole reason with that being is you know cyrus just being a um you know more like an r&b artist you know he just kind of changed the whole way that i that i looked at making music you you, know i guess he kind of gave me more like a like you said the lighter tone the hey i can make commercial music in the way that i like to Mm
0: -hmm. kind of feel yeah
1: you know i think that's why a lot of songs on that project were lighter
0: yeah, It was lighter and then you know, some it was a lot of personal elements in there too. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And the features, I'm trying to remember the features, and it's leaving me right now. I don't know why. Um, was I know I, I had a uh, hooligan was on there,
1: yeah. Hooligan was on there, Cyrus was on there. Hey, I believe that was no, that was not it. I had a singer on there too. Yeah,
0: where is hooligan?
1: And, you you said what?
0: Where's hooligan?
1: Man, he, hooligan is in a dark tunnel. Doing what hooligan does, man.
0: Dude is like, <laughs> like, like a Nas, like just mystique. He ain't dropping no music until he feel like it. You
1: know, you know who he is, man. Uh, what? No, I don't want to say, but no, not Black Thought. What's my man's uh? That signed to Jay Z that like Jay Electronica dropped, <laughs> Yeah, they dropped the verse. He's Jay Electronica, bro. He drops a verse every 10 years, and then he goes back to hiding, bro. I was
0: like, bro, damn, I remember I heard his verse. I'm like, okay. I said, but where's the project? He dropped the project, and, like, he just went into the abyss. Like, like, where is he, bro? Yeah,
1: well... he'll I'm, I'm gonna get him coming back out
0: yeah man cause, you, you know
1: uh... really it's It's like it's funny cause every time I do drop a project you know what I'm saying like I can get him in the studio like he'll probably at least always have a verse on when I, one of my projects for as long as I drop <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs>
0: Because I was like, bro, like, he's good, but I'm like, this dude, he just drops once in a blue moon, and he just go back into yeah. hiding.
1: He goes back to hibernation, man.
0: He's <laughs> like a J-Electronica slash Ab Lava, like, with Pusha T or something. like. That.
1: I, that, that's a very good example, bro.
0: <laughs> man. So, man. Um, D-Lo. Yeah. That's another he's one. He's
1: working on some new project right now, and um, he was, I-, I believe I featured him on there, too.
0: On, um yeah yeah you did music in the cup yeah yeah because i'm like i I actually um no i didn't hit him up recently i I was meaning to hit him up uh today and i was like i'm gonna ask him about any new projects that he got coming or music whatever
1: yeah most definitely i know he he is working
0: on something right now and he was like yeah man i'm trying to get back on the rap shit man i was just like bro i said because you used to be just like spitting like you you just used to go (laughs) so
1: Hell yeah! And you know, a couple of years ago, it, it might have been—it's closer to like a year ago. You know, me and him, we were going out doing shows like every other weekend. You know, on the road doing shows, and I don't know. You know, I, I took a little hiatus, and he did too. But I mean, we, we were both working on music, but we were just—I guess—just trying to find that sound and that we wanted for these new projects.
0: Yeah. Um. Okay. With the performing thing. Cause I wanted to bring that up too. Um, now I remember you you opened up for Currency.
1: Yeah, Currency. Yeah, yep. Yeah. You opened up for
0: Currency. Um,
1: and, uh, we f- we did Currency, the uh, Smokers Tour, um, and I think that same year I did. And um, what is that guy's name? He's big over in uh, Canada, mm. but he, he's, he's kind of known here, but he's not that big here. Damn, his name, his name is uh, Escape to me. Uh, maybe, well, I'll figure it out. I'll come back to him, show? but um. And then we did the the. You said who?
0: Boldy
1: James, well, no, no, I was gonna say we did do the uh, little mini tour with Boldy James, he signed to um Nas's label, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And I mean, he, Boldy, he's a dope artist, he's from Michigan, too.
0: Oh, I didn't know he was from Michigan, okay,
1: yeah, yeah, he's from Detroit, and um, he's he's a hella dope artist, too, man. That's that's all I can say. You definitely got to check out his material. I know he just dropped a new project, too, Mm-hmm.
0: yeah, I know he was, uh. And, what- he
1: got locked up. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, he had got locked up. Yeah, so I think I think that's been kind of been his his problem with the music is you know he'll be out free and then you know he'll, he'll go back to jail or some shit.
0: And with the but, uh,
1: Oh, I was gonna say Sunreal was the guy's name.
0: Sunreal. Okay.
1: Yeah, he's a really dope artist from uh, Canada. So.
0: I never I'm gonna check him out. Yeah. Now, yeah, seen, definitely check him out, bro.
1: He's got some dope stuff, man. I've
0: seen that name, but I hadn't and they might have been whenever you were performing with the you know, the show. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now we're performing. Uh yeah. Do you get <laughs> Do you get performance anxiety, stage fright, or some you know some sort
1: here and there? You know, actually, I, you know, I think everybody does. My biggest problem is if I drink too much before I go on. Oh, go man. on, that's my biggest problem.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, that's gonna sound hella bad, but it, I mean, it's, it's never like to where I'm like falling off the stage. But it, it's like you know, I, I drink to kind of clear my anxiety. But then you know, I'm, I'm up there and I'm like, damn, well maybe I did drink like a little bit too much. I should have probably calmed down a little bit. So I can be more, you know, more hype with the crowd.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And uh, but you said you uh, performed at the Smokers Tour. Yeah. Um, What was some of your favorite performance venues, like the places you've been to?
1: The Agora. That, that was probably my favorite that's got to be my favorite that's the one in um cleveland okay yeah just their whole setup was was really dope bro like they had um they have four different stages so they have like the main auditorium stage and then they had um so basically they had people performing all day long in in different sections so they had like uh, three other small little rooms that probably hold like two to three hundred people the main auditorium held probably like a, you know a 1, thousand fifteen hundred or something
0: oh okay yeah
1: it's probably even more than that, but but what it seemed like to me, you know what I mean? Yeah, I've so. really,
0: never heard of. Who did you perform with? At the Agora.
1: Who did I open up for or open up for who, or who I went down there? Yeah. Press that again, my bad.
0: Who did you open up for?
1: Oh, actually I opened up for currency there, the smoker's tour. Okay. Uh, who else did we do? Um I think there were yeah, I think that was it.
0: Yeah, man. I wanted to Yeah. I'm, I remember you posted that flyer up and like I got super excited. I was like, Holy shit. Yeah. And then I. It was just a bad time around that time. I was just like, bro, I'm not even gonna be able to make it, and I was just mad because I was like, okay, I get to see Currency, but I get to see Jay Pierce, you know, open up. I said that's just fucking crazy. So <laughs> right, <laughs> I was just pissed. I was like, all right, whatever. Yeah,
1: that that would have been a good one to come out to. That that was probably one of my favorite sets was that Currency one, and we also did. Uh what's his name 300 of montana or something
0: yeah yeah
1: we did his show out there too oh
0: well, that's dope okay and uh so i remember you um there was a show that you did i don't know if it happened but it was supposed to be set out in dc um, it, yeah with uh was Bro, it the, with the whole Cat.
1: thing fell through at the last minute so we didn't even go down there
0: yeah, I remember that it didn't fall through. Like, look, No, it fell through, but it didn't. Um, it was supposed to be with uh, Cash merely?
1: Yeah, with Cash merely, yeah.
0: So uh, is there any collaborative projects between you two coming out or anything in the works? You know what? I, I
1: would love to do some stuff, uh, another project with Cash. Hopefully we can get another one knocked out because we did the um, deal on the table last fall. So. I'm hoping we can get a, a new one knocked out this year. Okay. See, I guess the biggest thing is, like, he's got such a quick recording process. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, he can like he can put out a project probably in, like, two weeks. And for me to do that, man, it's like, I really got to be on my Olympic shit, bro. Like, in the gym every day, just just writing. You know what I mean? Like, my process it takes me a little bit longer to make the song to how i feel yeah like i feel like it's good enough to be put out
0: And speaking of deal on the table man that, that was another random appearance from hooligan he just jumped in and just left
1: yeah yeah <laughs> and, and and that was a spurt of the moment verse too
0: oh okay like last minute or
1: yeah like I, I think i was there recording the verse to it and i was like hey bro like if you got some shit you know, just just hop on the hop on the track if you <laughs> feel
0: like now I remember around that same time, uh you were getting up to do uh what project was that? Ear hustle.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And I'm gonna call it Ear Hustle the O the OG version because we know everybody knows the Ear Hustle telephone effect project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay i know it switched up and you know it was a little different on the telephone effect what happened with ear hustle like the the original version
1: the original you know what like i, I think really i just went back and listened to it and i, I probably overthanked it but i was like i oh mean you know I, I could probably do this way better you know now mm-hmm. so that was pretty much i guess i'm i really wasn't happy with the finished product on that one really i guess I guess that's a better way to put it. Yeah, I mean, bro, like you got to realize, too. I when mean, you drop something, and then you go back and listen, like a few months later. Most of the time, I'm like, man, I hate this. You know?
0: Okay, I I see your point because I remember when I when I put out that Deadbeat Summer two. Yeah. I I literally I don't want to see it. Period. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I despise it. Yeah, I was like nah, this ain't that, bro. Yeah. But
1: but and you know what? And I like that project. Come but see, it's on, like man. people around you are gonna tell you that, hey, you know, stop being this critical because I mean, the music sounds good. Just keep doing your thing, right? But being an artist, you know, I every time I get in that mood where I feel like I can do a whole product project, I feel like I can do this way better than the last one.
0: Yeah, I think that's one of the cons of being an artist, for real, for real. And I think that's my issue. Like that's honestly that's one of my issues because that was the last project i dropped and then all of a sudden the whole introduction to podcast and i was like all right whatever i'm gonna stick yeah, with this yeah. now and i just been shying away from it and we're like nah I need to just stop being critical and just get back on the music so i was like all right cool it,
1: it, it's very hard to man it's, it's a fine line it's it's a fine line man it's like you you want to be critical but you don't want to be too critical
0: exactly now you wait. don't
1: want to be critical to the point where it's hurting the music you know
0: yeah. Now with um with ear hustle. Yeah. I like the telephone effect, but I think one song that you should have kept the like the original version of uh it, it, you probably already know is Far Too Wavy.
1: Yeah, yeah. I did like the original version better too.
0: Cause the original version was far too wavy. I was like, oh like I ain't blowing no smoke or nothing. When I heard it the first time I was like, This really do sound like some shit they would play like during playoff season for the NBA or (laughs) like I'm dead ass serious. I'm like this really do sound like some shit they would play during the playoff season, NFL playoff season, something. Right, right. I said, because the shit was good. And that was another song with, um, the, the verses were well more constructed, like single girls playlists. verse was, they were dope, and then when they got to the hook, you'd be like, oh, damn. Far too wavy. Yeah. The verses, like, of course there was some more elevation in your writing. The the verses were well more constructed, but when they got to the hook, you'd be like, oh, Yeah, like, <laughs> it's just but,
1: you know, what? real catchy. I, I, right. I don't. I don't know what it. What it is though. But it's like I feel like over the time, like my voice. I, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it, man. Like I guess with the choruses, I feel like they're getting catchier. Mm-hmm. And it's like I don't. I don't know. It's like the melodic flows or whatever that I use with it. It, I, it, it just works, bro. I don't. It, it's just been working for me. So
0: because like not to keep going back with single girls playlist. Like yeah, okay, that was. Is repetitive, you you got it. Okay. This got more pain than a single girl's playlist and then again and again and again. Mm-hmm. But with far too wavy yeah. far too wavy just sound like something it just it flowed so well, like the transition from the verse to the chorus and then back into the verse and then back into the chorus again. Yeah. And yeah. then the breakdown towards the end of the song before you like before you start spitting in the third verse, I was like, damn this shit is flowing. So <laughs> That's another favorite song of mine. That
1: that was probably the start of everything, right there, bro. That uh single girl's playlist, like that, that chorus. Because I mean, that's that's pretty much like the style and technique that I use now. You know, for most of my stuff. But you know, I, I try to, I still try to change up every couple songs. You know, I don't want every song to be the same. Right, right. And you know, that, that's really like. Probably the thing that I take joy in the most is just like seeing new styles that people come out with for choruses and like trying that in my own way, and it's like that that brings me like the, the most joy right there.
0: And then, um, again with uh, Ear Hustle, there's another song in there, uh, with D Lo,
1: yeah, but him spinning the chorus
0: yeah that was another one i really like and i the, it just flowed well together too with that one like the switch in yeah. the hook with him coming in and then you come in at like the end of the hook yeah is that that was, yeah,
1: that, was that was actually you know he moved in with me at that time i was Lansing and I, that was the first song that we recorded while we were out there
0: oh okay yeah
1: yeah and that that song came together really well and the first version of it that we had that we didn't get a chance to put out the um the engineer was working on the beat for it but um something happened where we ended up not using the engineer for the rest of the project so we just went to a different studio and (laughs) (laughs) you know like you know how the behind the scenes stuff is man it's it's always a obstacle you got to try to get around
0: i remember that because you're saying yeah because i was like man where's the ear hustle you're like man i you know we gotta switch up engineers man i don't know but it's coming i was like all right <laughs> yeah you know
1: that's that's like one of the things i hate and i'm mad that i don't know how to do it myself i mean it's not like i'm I mean, i can record myself it's the mixing and mastering part that's the toughest. And I'm such a you know, hard critique on it. I don't want to do it myself. I'd rather have somebody else do it. Mm-hmm. And that's been my biggest problem throughout doing all this music has been finding the constant engineer that I could use.
0: And that's one thing that I really hate because I, I know a little bit of mixing and mastering. Yeah. So on top of me, just real... Being real just anal about everything and kind of, like, precise. And then knowing, kind of knowing the skill of mixing and mastering, it's just like, dude, like, I, like damn all of this. I don't even care.
1: <laughs> exactly. That's no. like, I'll it, pay somebody. It's a lot, to man. It's a lot. My, my hat is off to everybody that uh, can record, mix, master, you know, write their own verses, and then go shoot the video to it, too, you know? 100%.
0: 100%. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's on them and um now with uh float that was actually the single that was uh that was the single leading to ear hustle
1: um yeah yeah you are right I do remember that
0: one. I, I remember that wasn't the original version, though, that you recorded. That was um, that was actually the final product of Float. I remember another version of Float. It had a different beat to it.
1: It did. I, I think it, I did a couple versions to it.
0: Yeah, you did. It was like maybe. I, I did do or, a couple
1: versions to it.
0: Like two or three versions until you got to that one. And when you got to that one, I was like, all right, stop right there. <laughs> because the way yeah. the beat just comes in, I'm like, okay. This this is it
1: right here, right, and and that goes back to you know being that critical of myself, you know, where you get three or four different versions of songs and you're like, man, where does it stop? You know, you're just like you like you like the whole concept of it, yeah. you just don't know where to go with it.
0: And then um, with okay now transitioning from Ear Hustle then to the telephone effect you were hooked up with a, a management company for the telephone effect of Ear Hustle.
1: Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: Now how was that going with the that management or what happened with that or?
1: Actually, I'm trying. Ear Hustle the telephone effect was when um that's the one we where me and Rob linked up. Yeah. I, I believe okay. yeah I, I believe it was that project that me and Rob linked up for. But it it was like the kind of like the tail end of it like i had already recorded everything and had got everything ready so it's like we he was kind of there for like the end of it and um really you know what i'm saying we put it out and I, I guess kind of i was like in that tough time where i was trying to figure out how to put the music out put videos out at the same time you know what i'm saying get everything lined up in order it, it just kind of didn't go as i planned okay
0: damn because
1: because at that time bro, because it, it's like i swear like every time i put out a project it's like you know either there's the issue with okay, well, we got the engineer, but oh man, you know, we need a different videographer now. And then oh man, you know, what I'm saying now we need a different person to line up shows. You know what I mean? So oh, it's like yeah. every time I've put out a project, there's never been just like that perfect moment where I had everything lined up at once.
0: And I, I now understand why we certain people they'll they'll have a specific set of people that they've stuck with. Over the years, like, okay, no, I got my people to do this for me. I got this person to do that for me. And we just go to the instead of just, you know, being given random strangers. To mix and master and do, <clears throat> excuse me, and do whatever to you know yeah. all of it falling through, like
1: exactly because I mean really it's a it's a long process when you want to put something out correctly. You know what I mean? If I just wanted to put something out tomorrow, I mean I could do that. That'd be no problem. You know what I mean? Like I could record songs and just put them out. But when I put out stuff, I I prefer to you know at least drop a single then put out a video, kind of like the old school method. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
1: I feel like the only people that should be dropping music and then not tweeting out once about it or trying to build up any buzz, you know, our people like J. Cole and those top mainstream artists, you know, if if you're not on that level, it's really hard to do that and then just expect the following to come to you
0: yeah especially like yeah, you got to be cole or jay-z or beyonce kendrick or um i see it working for underground artists if they have a cult following like if they have like a really um like diehard cult following oh yeah i can see yeah, it working exactly. for them. but man it's a lot of these artists that really don't have much of a following they are literally just throwing stuff out there just to be throwing it out there, and I'm like, nah, man. And they did yeah, that a you lot. Can't do that. They did that in 2018 a lot, and I was like, I was happy, but I was like, nah, man, this because people they not gonna bring it up. They gonna forget.
1: Yeah, exactly. And if if you're not trying to cater to new, I mean, like your fans that you have, like you said, you're solid ones. They're gonna listen. But the whole point should be to try to cater and grab new fans as well. So it's like, if you can't grab them unless you unless you try to do a promo with it. I feel like
0: yeah, cause you know, there's one project that did drop last year that it threw me all the way off, like because it was such a random drop. Um, yeah. What's his name? I am Sue from California. Yeah, yeah. He dropped a project, blessed. Now he has a very diehard cult following, but even his fans, they didn't know that he dropped blessed. Like, like they didn't even know that he dropped. It. Yeah. And I'm sitting here talking about it, and then I was like, well, when did he drop it? And they're like, oh, it was. He dropped his spur of the moment. I'm like, well, why? And then come to find out, he's not even his his crew, the the HBK gang. Yeah, there's he's going through some issues with them or something like that. I don't know what's going on.
1: Oh, okay, I got you.
0: So I I'm thinking that he's like on his own, but that's what I mean. I'm yeah, he like, might. Y'all can't be dropping random stuff like that because it's gonna confuse people.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: And um, now with you know what? Before I get into the next one, I know you were talking about. I remember we had talked one time and you were coming up with an idea to drop, like, EPs, like, three, four song EPs. um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Gearing up the...
1: I I laugh because, you know, every time I start writing three or four, I'm like, man, fuck it, I'm halfway there. You know, I might as well just finish it, you you know? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, man, you know, what's another... You know, I feel like when you start recording something, you're kind of like, well, you know, I'm four tracks in. What's another four tracks going to do? You know, like, it's not going to hurt. And then you start recording, working on the other four, you're like, damn, you know, six months that went by, you know.
0: (laughs) I ain't no front. I do like the whole the comeback of the EPs. I do like, I like that whole comeback, but it's like, damn, like, I do that a lot with when artists drop a three-fourths on EP, and I'm like, bro, two or three more wouldn't have hurt, bro. It wouldn't
1: have. I mean, like, that Pusha T album, you know, I feel like if he had added a couple more to that.
0: I, and that's the thing. I love Daytona, but it's like two more songs, maybe three.
1: Yeah. Then I'm good. Yeah, give me that and, you know, I'm bumping this the whole year. Plus next year, you know. <laughs>
0: what, you, what do you think of Daytona, actually?
1: Actually, I love the album. That was, that was one of my favorite albums this year. Okay. That, that was the, one of my favorites.
0: All right. Yeah, man. I there's a lot of people that just i guess they're getting tired of the content but i'm like he's not always talking about drugs it's like the metaphorical what the subject matter is never about crack cocaine it's just how he constructs it in his verse yeah
1: i feel like at this point man it's like you, you gotta accept him for who he is i mean he's been doing it for years he's never changed yeah you know he's not gonna change his gimmick it's not even a gimmick i mean it's who he is you know he. This is what he likes to talk about and he it's not gonna change for him. So you shouldn't even want any other material. Just accept, you know, what he has and, you know, critique that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the same with uh, you know, Two Chains and um you know, Jeezy <laughs> you know you know, he went through his whole little pastor thing for a minute, but you know, I feel like he was his best when he was talking about that you know, that street shit.
0: And you know what? I'm not gonna front. I was kinda I was kinda happy that he was transitioning into that and he dropped
1: into, the into uh, to the street pastor
0: <laughs> that won't too bad and then when he went back to Trapper die 3 I, I was completely I said like, alright nah I'm not with it no nope. I was like nah this ain't it man you still talking about the same shit bro
3: yeah yeah I
0: said don't switch up and then go back
1: it, well because it confuses people
0: yeah I'm thinking he was you about know. to go it's like the whole T.I. thing T.I. did it it's just like alright what, what you doing man
1: yeah cause Oh, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Ti kind of confused me some at a point in time too, where uh, I can't remember the album, but I, I think he had like a couple of preachy songs on it, and yep. then he had like you know the trap back jumping type stuff. You, you know what I mean? And you're like, well, well which one is it, man? I...
0: <laughs> yeah, that one, then the Nick EP, and then the whole the Dime Trap uh, project that he had just dropped. Uh, yeah, several months ago. I'm like, okay, like what what are you doing, man?
2: Gotta click clack in my slick slacks, so when I click clack, got a big gap. So I slap back like a racetrack. No horse here for a horse track. It always seems that my scenes, million dollar logo jeans, know just what the drama brings. Tell so you things, sell so you dreams. the
1: But you know what though he he's still a um still a dope, really dope artist to me and oh, yeah. and I, I do like how his growth has been over the years
0: oh yeah definitely def- um now back to push your teeth just real quick yeah i don't think i asked you about the whole wh- what did you think of that drake and Pusha T? teeth uh and i hate to bring that up man i said i was gonna stop talking about it but what did you think of that, what, that beat? like who won uh yeah but who won but at the same time like your reaction to how it all came about
1: Man. <laughs> when it happened I was like this is uh, great for hip hop because I, I I wanted to hear some some good battle music it, you know some good beef music I feel like that was like a big part of music growing when we were growing up mm-hmm. and I haven't heard any anything like that since now, so
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest when that came about after after Push uh-huh. Red, um the album came out and you heard Infrared you'd be like ooh shit like who you talking about? And you come to find out he talking about Drake, of course. And yeah, the Duppy Freestyle drops the day after. I didn't bother yeah. listening to the Duppy Freestyle, but everybody on social media, they're like, Man, leave that man alone, he gonna kill him. <laughs> and they kept they had this man on a clock and push dropped drop that damn story of added on. Yeah. I, I froze because I'm like, okay, I knew he was gonna like say something or do something, but I didn't think it was gonna be to this degree. I didn't think it was gonna be that harsh.
1: I didn't either, but, I mean, like I said, man, like when we were growing up, though, it's like, the beefs were that harsh. You know, like, yeah, now I feel it, like it, it everybody's me, kind of scared to cross that line.
0: It took me back to when when Tupac had made fun of Prodigy for having sickle cell anemia.
1: Exactly, bro. And I, I felt like we needed that now. You know, we needed a track like that for this generation of kids growing up that are falling in love with hip-hop, too, you know?
0: So, yes. <laughs> Oh, my God. Just thinking of just the bars and story added on. I'm like, okay, whatever. And then, what do you say? OVO 40 hunched over like he 80. And then, tick, tick, tick. I said, no. And that's when I was like, all right, I got to pause. I had to get up. I was like, no way.
1: Man, I I listened to that track like 100 times, man. It was a great track to me. I liked it.
0: My brother was asleep, ran into his room. I said, James wake up
1: (laughs) man to be honest with you though i don't know if uh if push it i mean if uh drake had responded to it i don't know if he would have been able to top that and i know you heard uh what's his name was running around telling him not to not to put out the put out the track that he had lined up but i i kind of wish they he would have
0: i believe he had a song i do believe that drake had another response i don't think it would have been career ending because when when pusher was well, like hey man surgical summer he said we're gonna take this slow layer by layer yeah i felt i say okay yeah Pusha t has something else yeah he gonna keep going oh exactly
1: and I, I was gonna i was gonna ask you do you feel like there's really a such thing as a career ender nowadays no not at all exactly I don't think so either, because I, I don't know. People, I, I don't think they're more forgiving now, I I guess. You know, or if you like somebody,
0: another, you're going
1: to stand by that person.
0: Another thing, now that you bring that up, the career ending or actually including the one-hit wonder, all that's dead too. Yeah. Yeah, because... because well, the
1: way you can put on music now.
0: Yeah, social media helped all of that. So, no. Nah.
1: You know whose career that I'm surprised it hasn't helped more? That was... Um,
0: trinidad james love trinidad james yeah i you know what as young as he is i don't think he really wanted to do music like that and i may be wrong because he finessed death jam oh yeah big time i don't think his intention was to really stick with it that long but regardless i i, I would like to hear more trinidad james i know he dropped a project uh last year it was, it was an ep
1: oh, okay was it decent? did you get a chance to check it out
0: yeah yeah it was decent it was decent i liked it um oh, okay I just wish he was more prominent because man when he first came out i was at first i was like confused but i was like you know what i'm kind of fucking with this
1: yeah yeah i, I was too man that uh i mean he dropped it was, it was just crazy how he took over by storm man that gold all in my neck yeah all that, gold that, everything that, yeah yeah that that track was that track was big man
0: and then um the he dropped it. I think it was another project right after that it was called a Ten Piece Smile. That's one of my favorite projects that he has.
1: Yeah, I remember that one. I I do remember that one.
0: So, um <laughs> now this next project you were gearing up to drop, it's called Dog Sweat and Tears.
1: Yes. What is the inspiration behind could, this
0: one? You said so, uh, what? What's the inspiration behind Dog Sweat and Tears? How'd you come up with this title?
1: I, I don't know if you can... They've been in the background this whole time, whining and complaining. I got uh, two big-ass boxers and... <laughs>
0: oh, no, I can't even... Really...
1: dog. Oh, I didn't know if you could hear them whining and whatnot. But, um, you know, I... Basically, I was I was sitting home one day. I was like getting ready to think of my next project title. And actually, I think it was when we had our first litter of puppies. And um, I was sitting there. I was like, man, you know what? Dog, dog, sweat and tears. Because, you, you know, you hear like blood, sweat and tears, you know, people say that expression. I was like, Man, you know, that might be a, a dope ass uh title for a song. And um, you know, I kinda combined like working like I'm working like a dog, you know what I'm saying? That and combined it with the blood, sweat and tears and put it put it together as one title.
0: Okay. Not bad. I remember you sending me the artwork too, and I was like, Oh shit, like <laughs> where's he going with this one? Like I, I wasn't for sure and then now okay, it's it's all coming together now with the artwork and then Oh but, my god, man. It, I didn't it t- know it took
1: forever to get that artwork together, man.
0: The detail, because I remember you sent me the dog. I'm like, oh, okay. And then you put out the finished artwork and the detail, like you're in the background of the front cover. Yeah. Like the transparent. And then you see like this dog bearing his teeth out in the uh, top corner in the left of the front cover. I was like, oh, shit. yeah. I was like, this is hard. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it came out way. It, it, it came out dope. It did. But (laughs) I had such a hard time trying to have somebody, because I wanted to have a a boxer on the front, like my dog. You know, I I want somebody to actually draw my dog, but nobody could do it, man. Like, damn. it it probably took me eight months just to get that photo, you know, that picture, because I'm so, you know, I'm precise on how I want to do things. Right. It took forever to get that.
0: Now that you bring that up, that kind of reminds me of um, DMX's Grand Champ album cover. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, one of those Pitbull Terriers on the front.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, and to be honest with you, the dog that I got on there still isn't a boxer, and I think um, if I'm not wrong, I believe it's like a German Shepherd or something like that, but yeah, I, man, if I, I couldn't I get the like cover a- right, I wasn't even going to release it. Yeah,
0: because uh, i seen it, it was like it almost looked like a German Shepherd slash St. Bernard breed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yep, is, yep. is dope because... St. Bernard's one of my favorite type of dogs.
1: Okay, I got you.
0: Yeah, so I was like, oh, okay, I said, oh shit, that's what's up. So, yeah, it
1: came together nice, man, so.
0: So how, I know you sent me the project, I've, I've already heard it. Um, yeah. I'm gonna just go ahead and say, you done elevated more and more, man, just, you keep just going up, man, I've. Fuck with this project one hundred percent.
1: Thank you, bro. I appreciate it, man. Oh, um, I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that, That's the goal, though. Just, just to keep, keep elevating as, as much as possible.
0: Because I mean, it just sounds like i've already talked about it i believe on episode 96 or 97 i mentioned that i had already listened to it like yeah <laughs> you, did your cousin mix and master it
1: yeah he he did everything for it so you know he he went to school for it and um you know he, he's he's got a really good ear because
0: that whole damn project and... just sounds clean like just mixed and mastered well just everything just how to your vocals are layered on the production that yeah. you pick is just it's perfect, man.
1: Thank you, bro. And to be honest with you, man, I, I was scared to go to him at first. Why? Just because, um, no disre- disrespect, cause I know he probably going to listen. like, you know, what the hell? <laughs> 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 no, but you know, say he's younger, you know, you know, I mean, he's not that much younger than me, but he's on the younger side, and just he hasn't had a lot of people to mix and master yet. You know, like usually when I record with somebody, I like going to that that seasoned vet that's like forty years old that's been doing it for twenty years. But I, I will say it was cool to go to my cousin because he's he's fresh. You know what I'm saying? He's doing stuff the way he wants to do it. And it's different from how my other engineers have done it. You know, so I, I feel like it kind of gave me a whole, new, a whole new sound. So I'm glad I went that way.
0: That's what's up. Now, I remember a Snapchat video... You had posted um, during a session, and it—I um, think there's a uh, a Kawhi Leonard laugh sound yeah. effect throughout the song. What song was that again?
1: <laughs> oh man, that's on um, "Give Me the Loop. Yeah, yeah. I, I put the uh, Kawhi Leonard laugh in there. Oh. We man. recorded we recorded that song like the day after it happened, and I was like, for the spot I put it, uh, I was gonna laugh right there, but then I was like, no, nah, we—I we, was like, I, we got the perfect laugh for that. I was like, cause get the uh, get the Kawhi Leonard laugh. <laughs> and he grabbed it, man, and I was, that was hilarious, bro.
0: Oh shit! Is. <laughs> Man, that would have been perfect if you just see if you had everything ready to go.
1: Yeah, I could have just dropped it right then and there and <laughs> like
0: a, a video, everything like, and then like somewhere in the video, you'd like transition to Quiet Leonard, like laughing with the laughing effect. That would have been perfect. Yeah,
1: exactly. Oh and, but God. you know what? I, I feel like it still serves its purpose. And I, I think when people hear it, because like I, I, you know, I send my little sneak previews out to people, and you know, I've had a couple people be like, yo that the laugh right there was just perfect bro like that that definitely caught me off guard and i like it so
0: yeah so one of my favorite songs on here is uh greetings uh jfk and uh broco
1: okay yeah <laughs> I, I, those are three of my favorites too those are yeah. three of my favorites
0: especially um, uh greeting greetings oh, is another catchy one and the just for kicks jfk
1: yeah bro you know really that just for kicks man was such it, it was like a left field track for me like I'm, i don't i've never done anything like that like just with that tone and um like for the chorus how i guess how singy it was i mm-hmm. i'm, I'm <laughs> you, you, you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've never done anything like that, but I felt like it turned out really good.
0: It did. I I liked it, man. It was because it goes just for kicks, greetings, and then bro code for me. Now, the whole project as a whole okay. is pretty dope, but it's it's just for kicks, because Just For Kicks was just, it was so different. I'm like, oh, all right, it's different. And then, like, I after yeah. I to the project a couple times, I usually pick. I'm always like that with projects. I'm pretty sure everybody is. But after I listen to one, I pick my select few that I really exactly. rock with. So when are you set to drop this project? or
1: you not sure yet. You know, I mean, actually to be honest, I got everything lined up right now. I've got a um a new company that I'm going to work with with releasing it and um you know, I'm I'm just kind of trying to see I guess how quickly we can get video shot because I do want to put out like a video or two before I release. So I I'm, I'm thinking, I mean, should we about to be in February in a couple of days, so I'm thinking probably March. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That's- yeah.
0: Yeah, that's around the corner anyway,
1: man. Which is pretty different for me because, you know, I don't know if you've noticed, but like every time I drop a project, I usually drop it like in January around my birthday. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Like I probably had a a thing where I dropped like on my birthday for like five or six years straight. (laughs)
0: Yeah, because I remember um, um, you did that with MIC and then you did it with your hustle.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think there were a couple other projects before then, and it's like, it it sucks, man, shooting videos in the wintertime, especially here in Michigan. You know, <laughs> it's a three-, four-hour process, and everybody's cold. And everybody's like, look, man, we just want to hurry up and shoot this and, and go home. So it, it's going to be a different element, uh, you know, shooting in the summertime, and it, we should be able to get some really dope visuals. So
0: Yeah, man, I like the way uh, I – because I was being out there, and I was living out there. That summertime, man, shit. That was per- the perfect weather, man. I don't, I don't know if there's any other place like that. I'm pretty sure, you know, all places like in the Midwest are like that. But uh, like in Detroit, cause I was staying in Canton actually, going, yeah. going to Belleville. Like summertime, that was the perfect weather, and it didn't go past what 75, 77 degrees.
1: It's been getting a little bit hotter the last couple of years, but yeah. <laughs> That's,
0: That's all I know. I ain't want no damn annoying ass bugs, or flies, and shit flying around bothering. And like, this is perfect. Man. Right, right. But yes. Yeah, yeah. So basically your whole thing is to shoot these videos instead of the winter time switch it up and do them in a different season.
1: Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, I feel like it's going to add a whole different tone to everything. Because I, I do feel like, you know, my music for this project is, I do got a couple of dark songs on there, like Greetings. I feel like Bro Code, I mean, depending on how we shoot that, that might be on a darker side, you know. Mm-hmm. but i feel like songs like just for kicks and you know some you know they kind of got like a lighter mo- mood to it and uh, like green day stuff like that so if i do any mm-hmm. videos to those i i feel like i can portray that better in the summertime than now so which will give uh you know fan base and you know everybody that does pay attention you know a whole different feel for my music because because i'm usually shooting in the winter you know the dark grimy videos dark darker music you know
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah, man. So, um, I, I've already heard it now. I will say this the file because when I downloaded, I'm like, oh, shit. I had to I had to pull out the external because the file was large.
1: Oh, my god, yeah, I accidentally sent you the wrong one. I, I did that to a couple of people, I had to go back and switch it out and give everybody the uh, <laughs> you know, the mp3s for it.
0: I was like, I know, I mean, I'm perfectly fine with the whole wave file, but I was like, damn, I'm like, all right. Okay.
1: Yeah, it was huge bro surprisingly i was able to download the wave files though, to my phone
0: though <laughs> oh, Really? Oh shit. no yeah because i tried doing it over my phone i was like nope never mind all right and i just walked right over to the laptop and just hopped on and start downloading it right right so man um i think that answers all my my questions i have for you um that's all the questions i really did have to ask you because i wanted to kind of okay you know black lights and big your your first first project then black lights and le- everything leading up to dog sweat and tears um right i think that's all the questions i had man
1: all right man that works man um yeah, you know really I'm, I'm excited to get this year started man yeah definitely you know i feel like you know we're kind of getting the team back together you know getting all the missing pieces that we had and i think it's going to be a successful year man
0: check this out Cause this is off the rails, real quick. Uh, yeah, yeah. Jars regime. <laughs> what's what's gonna happen with that? Or is is that even? Is that still in effect? <laughs> or is that still a thing? Are You thinking about changing that name? J A R S regime.
1: Oh, they hated the name, man. D- hate lo and, and Hooligan hate the name. So, it's like, if, if we did do anything, it, it, we, would, we would definitely change it. To what? I, I have we, we haven't even. Not
0: even to like we, what? We, why, why did they hate the name?
1: I don't, I don't know, bro. Like, well, yeah, I think it mainly had to do with the engineer we were seeing at that time. Because he would. Uh, he was like an old white guy. And then every time we'd go in there, he'd be like, here comes
2: Jar. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <We're> like. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so i i think that just kind of annoyed them more than anything like man you know if we blow up like we got to hear here's a jar for the rest of our lives that's just not the name we want to roll with
0: like, like mad jar jar bink star wars jokes like, i can already hear
1: it, <laughs> exactly bro so <laughs> oh, i mean i mean and, and you know the the whole way we came up with that title was um we basically took everybody's dead name In like the first letter oh okay <laughs> And like, and, and that's of course, Jire is the word we decide to, you know, come up with out of that. So
0: <laughs> now, see, the name is dope, but now that you're telling me the why, why it annoys D'Lo and Hooligan so much, um, yeah, it would annoy the hell out of me too.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I said, the more I thought about it, I was like, yeah, you're right. If we do anything else, it's gotta be completely different. <laughs> <laughs> but see the problem is this though this is why we probably would never ever come out with another project is it, it's just so hard to get everybody on the same schedule yeah you know and it's it's like we all hang out all the time that it's not like we're not cool but it's it's trying to record and that whole process is the part that makes it hard right yeah Damn. And it and it's like, you know, we do songs with each other all the time. You know, like i like you said, you know, for this project I got Hooligan on uh greetings, you know, but but uh D couldn't make it. You know, you know, when I did that song with D-Lo, you know, I couldn't get Hooligan on it, so.
0: Okay. I mean, I just, yeah, I could see their point, man. I would have just lost it. I'm like, look, bro, we got to change the name. <laughs> so we can keep the um, gene, but we need something different, abbreviated, or whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we're, we're definitely more creative now. I think we'd come up with a better name if we were going <laughs> to come out with something now, so. All
0: right. So, all right, man, that um, that wraps up this episode for us, man. Once again, thank you for, just thank you for letting me interview you, man, for this episode.
1: Oh, man, thank you for having me, man. You know, it's always a great pleasure coming on and being able to chop it up with one of my homies, man. So I appreciate
0: it. Yeah, because I was like, man, how can I? what do I want to do for this, man? I don't know. What, I said, you know what? Let me just go ahead and do what I always wanted to do and just talk, you know, start talking to artists. So it exactly. Turned out a, it turned out better than I thought it would. So this is great.
1: Oh, bro. And I mean, I, I love that you're doing podcasts, bro, because it's dope, man. You got a dope voice and you always got dope opinions on new music and everything. And shit, bro. Here's my we're thing, lucky man. to have someone like you, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Here's my thing. I just, I keep saying, I'm like, bro, I, I hate my voice, but I learned to kind of deal that. That's just another battle in itself. I've learned how to deal with that, you
1: know. I, I think everybody does it at first, so you know. Then you kind of get used to it, and you're like, oh, it's yeah. just another day, you know. But yeah, man. That concludes... But, but bro, we we definitely want some new music from you too, though, man. What's that? I said we definitely want some more some new music from you soon, man. My, the
0: project.
1: Oh oh, exclusive. <laughs>
3: um
0: no i think i told you the the project is called continue yeah it ain't nothing but four songs it's just you know kind of just get in there it's four songs i'm gonna keep it at that i'm not gonna stretch it out even more okay um i'm supposed to have it finished by um December, and then this job, because, you know, I work at the airport now, and the, everything's just, like, annoying as hell, like, you running into random ass delays, and just you trying to re- <laughs> yeah. gotta reschedule shit here and there, and it's just like, dude, come on. So, the only thing that I, I have to do is mix and master.
1: But that's not bad, then.
0: No, no, no. Not that's bad.
1: not bad, man. This shit, man, I mean, we can, I can't wait to hear it, bro, because I know it's gonna be fire, bro. Yeah, man. It's... I know you're hard on yourself, but I, I always like your music, so.
0: Yeah, I'm just, bro, super hard on myself. I don't know what it is. Is, and I guess it's just being being an artist. What it means to be an artist.
1: Exactly. And, and bro, too. Before we leave, man, I gotta ask you: Is it true, man, that the TSA agents really aren't getting paid? Oh, do they- you know that?
0: that's a thousand percent man um like it's a lot of the TS workers they, and they still got a report still got a report um it was at one point where i was trying to this is while i'm at work and i was trying to give somebody like 10 15 dollars to just to go get something yeah. to eat right and yeah. he straight up tells me he's like we can't take money or we get fired and i was like what excuse what me? i said excuse me and need i remind you the dude did not ask me for money i was just like hey man here's like 10 15 dollars just because i felt like i needed to do it he said no i not I can't yeah. take money man he's like because they'll fire us i said what are you wow like for real and so it's it's a lot of people that we're calling out it's a lot of on it's some people in there that i've never seen before so you could tell some of the tsa workers have quit um yeah uh which i don't blame them bro shit
1: i would too man
0: a couple weeks ago uh these boys they was playing uh Mobama on repeat they played a lot of drake <laughs> yet yeah, facts this is 100 percent true they was playing a bunch of drake uh Little Pump, uh, just uncensored now, yeah. it was just hilarious, man. I was just like, bro,
1: because usually well, I was gonna say, if I'm a TSA agent right now, I'm finding the most, I'm I'm finding the worst uncensored songs that you can play, bro, like for real. <laughs> um,
0: the other, other day, they were playing uh, Lil John and the East Side Boys, Crunk Juice, um, <laughs> yeah, man. So Usually when I go down, if I have to go to the gate, if I'm assigned, I'll go downstairs uh, on the elevator to go through the ramp to go outside because I don't want to deal with going through TSA. This entire time yeah, since yeah. the shutdown, I've been going through security just because because they got music just blaring. Damn. I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going through. I'm jamming with these boys. They don't care. Exactly. And then just the other Damn, way, man. That's... Just the other day, I found out. Um, ATC clearance towers—the people that work there—are affected too.
1: Oh, bro, that—that's crazy. Because mm-hmm. these are like the people that y- you don't want to be affected. You know what I mean? Like you don't.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Man, LaGuardia, LaGuardia got shut down. Newark Airport got shut down. Uh, JFK. We fly direct to JFK back and forth from here to Savannah. <laughs> Oh, right, right. JFK shut down for one day on, thir- on Thursday. Dog. <laughs> Damn. It's wild. That that is crazy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, people really
1: not getting paid. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I knew the people weren't getting paid, but it, I, I didn't know if it because I was thinking like, well, how do how are they TSA agents really being effective? I mean, effective right now, mm-hmm. not being paid because like, bro, if I'm not getting paid, I I could give two shits about my job. If you come through with a blunt and a and an AK, like I'm like, well, fuck, go ahead i'm not getting paid do your thing <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of
0: shit that they letting go um in these in these carry-on bags too they don't care they just don't
1: exactly you, you know i feel you i feel you so <laughs> i i just have a bad feeling that if, if things don't change soon man that's that's gonna something crazy gonna happen it's gonna bro Your shit show exactly but um yeah i definitely appreciate you having me on here though bro yeah, definitely man
0: not a problem man all right everybody um that wraps up this episode for us. Thank you for listening to episode one hundred of the Social Introvert Podcast. Real quick, um, first off, shout out to Jay Pierce, um, and then my podcast shout outs: shout outs to Conversation Con Artists, shout out to Random Tandem Podcast, Ignorant Philosophy—excuse uh, me, Ignorant Philosophy, Reasonable Ignorance, and Twelve Kyle Podcasts. And of course, I can't forget about the BYK family. Shout out to Government Name Podcast with Shogun and Cole Jackson, and shout out to Rain Coleman over there at the carefree black nerd podcast last but not least shout out to the bynk radio website blog content creators jasmine blue and hakeem skip with if you want to find me on social media you can find me at isid davis on instagram and twitter send your thoughts questions you want to be a guest on the show do not hesitate send those questions over to the social introvert podcast at gmail.com and until next week guys
3: peace Type of Kendrick's head, put you in cornrows. Got the auto insurance, not on my car though. Can't judge a book by its cover for back page hoes. Interpretation I needed because the gringo go. Niggas not in school, hope you use the intuition. Cause I came to collect like when you owe tuition. Open the door, hope you don't get screenshot. That's why me only enter doors when my dreams knock. Broke arms and broke jaws, can't tell time Wrist watches steal time, it's my time Price cut on your headline, just for kicks No shoes for Buckman, this is finish line You don't want the boys around the house, just for kicks Life on hold, still trying to get a grip Switch out coops, so that's how you shape shift Hit your bitch a few times just for the custom fit Push up bra, she make me uplift must have broke a wishbone, you can't make that wish. Likes a swish a sweet, you can't make that swish. Unlock special moves, Listen some brand new kicks. Hungry for that green, fuck a Fitbit. Screaming with a sore throat, fuck the fandom. You minstrel, be right, Jace, please. All this menstrual, that shit be cramping. If that hoe don't tell, take it to the Hamptons. Fill my mind with wasted thoughts for the Annie sampling. You only buy three, bitches.